Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, JD here, week one of the NFL season officially in the books. I'm going to start with Thursday night football and make my way all the way to Monday night. I wanted to start with one thing folks, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. I truly mean that after week one. Josh Allen looking like a superstar. On Thursday night he was 26 for 31 passing, 297 yards and three TDs. He's also got the ability to run, folks. Ten carries for 56 yards and a score. We know Stephon Diggs is going to show out for him out of the wide receiver spot. Also Gabe Davis. Really just remarkable what Buffalo can do on both sides. I mean, adding Von Miller to that defense is special. You know, it was 10-10 at half and the Rams could not get on the board in the second half. Sean McVay talked a lot, guys, about not getting his team prepared. They were worried about ring night, you know, banner going up, it's opening night. But you got to worry about football, what's going to be done out there on the field. And they could not limit Josh Allen. They could not offensively, they couldn't execute. And therefore, we got the result of 31-10. Cooper Cup played pretty well when he got the football. 13 receptions for 126 yards and a score. I think the surprise on the Rams side was Henderson was holding the load out of the running back spot. We didn't see much of Cam Akers whatsoever. And I think uh, Sean McVay has got to reevaluate the situation out of the run game. Um, Because I think they can handle that better. Uh, The Rams are not out of it, but I have a bold prediction of the Rams will not be in the Super Bowl this year. They will not be defending their title, and I truly mean that. Uh, The Buffalo Bills, though, as of now, it looks like I know it's early, folks. I'm high on Josh Allen. We all know that, but uh, they look to be the Super Bowl favorite, not only just the team coming out of the AFC. So we'll see as this season goes on and on. Sunday's matchups. I thought it was awesome to see the Saints win and famous Jameis come from behind. A really special game for him. He shows no quit. They show that they could use Taysom Hill out of the flex, you know, out of the run game. He can do it all. It was good to see Juice have a good game receiving. Jarvis Landry, seven receptions, 114 yards. Jameis didn't turn the football over. You know, he's known for interceptions, did not throw one. Two TDs on the afternoon with 269 yards passing. Uh, We know Atlanta has problems at the quarterback spot. You know, Marcus Mariota being their starter is a true issue. They got to rely so much on Cordell Patterson. I added a run game, added a flex. He's like a Taysom Hill on the other side of the football. Atlanta's got a lot of work to do. I thought they looked good to start, but we know Atlanta's not known for closing games, and uh, they couldn't close this one. I wanted to touch upon the Niners against the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears upset the Niners, and Justin Fields simply looking better than Trey Lance. Lance had more yards. Fields had more TDs. So uh, Lance did not throw for one. Fields threw for two. Um, He didn't throw the football a ton, but, you know, weather, a lot of rain. It was slip and slide out there. But the Chicago Bears found a way to get it done at home. And I think Chicago going into week two with a lot of confidence. 
the next game, Steelers-Bengals, it was more like who's going to lose this game than who's going to win it. The Bengals had numerous opportunities to get it done, folks. They were at home, missing field goals, PATs blocked, just turning the football over Joe Burrow, throwing four picks. I thought I would never be saying that after week one, folks. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, he didn't look great when it comes to completion percentage, but I must say he didn't turn the football over, and Mitchell struggled with that over the last few years, so it was good to see him not turn it over, because if he turned it over a few times, they would have absolutely no chance. But uh, Boswell hit a deep one in OT, 53 yards out, and uh, Joe Burrow unhappy after week one. I think they'll bounce right back, but uh, the Bengals got to clean a lot of things up on special teams and offense in particular. Defense looked okay, but, you know, Joe Burrow, he's not a man that's going to be throwing four picks probably ever again in a game this year. So, uh, bold prediction with JD here on Sports In Depth, but you won't see Joe have a Another game like this for a long time. I wanted to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Lions. Um, I thought Jared Goff and Jalen Hurts both played pretty well. Um, it was a high-scoring ball game. Philly made more plays down the stretch. The division is favoring Philadelphia. Uh, I think the Eagles probably come out of the NFC East if it is not the New York Giants. And I'm being biased as a Giant fan born in New York. But the Eagles showing that, you know, A.J. Brown... They have a big piece in that receiving game, folks. And Jalen Hurts getting it to him, as well as Miles Sanders being a dual threat, can run the football and receive it on those HB slip screens. Just a really special talent. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going into week two and the rest of the season with a lot of confidence, folks. The Detroit Lions, they're not out of it. I mean, Jared Goff plays good football. He's a solid quarterback. He's not bad. He's not great. He's someone that's going to get it done. He's going to need help around him from his defense and his run game. But I'm not counting the Lions out. Talking about New England, the Patriots go down. They lose 20-7 to against the Miami Dolphins, and Tua looked accurate. It was fun to watch him play on Sunday, 23 for 33, 270 yards and a score. This is the two everyone's been waiting for. You know, now he's got weapons. Now he's got an offensive line, a defense, you know, able to limit Mac Jones and the New England Patriots to just seven on the afternoon. That's absolutely big time. And they were turning the football over. Miami forcing turnovers. And man, I have the Buffalo Bills, of course, winning that division. But I have the Miami... Dolphins getting in as a wild card spot, and I think uh, they're going to play good all season long. I won't spend much time on the Jets-Ravens because the New York Jets look god-awful. Joe Flacco to supporting cast. The New York Jets are just a goddamn joke. Really, man, they can't do anything on either side of the football, and it's just straight-up embarrassing. I mean, Joe Flacco, 37 for 59. First of all, when Joe's throwing the football that many times, that's a problem. The run game was ineffective. We know Zach Wilson's going to be out a few weeks, but how are they going to do in his absence? Not good at all. Let's move on. Shout-out the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Boo to the Jets. Uh, Washington Commanders beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 28-22. to uh, Carson Wentz had a pretty good game, you know. Of course, he turned the ball over twice, but threw for four TDs and 313 yards, and that's really good for Carson. I'm going to talk about Trevor Lawrence on the other side of the football. Trevor Lawrence only throws that tight spiral fastball, hoping to get it downfield. He doesn't have that loft throw, um, something that's going to thread the needle down the sideline. Lofting 
you know, putting it in there. Um, I think Trevor's quarterback style is only okay. He does not seem like a dual threat to me. He seems like someone who wants to just drop back in the pocket and unleash it. I don't love how he plays when he rolls left or right and throws. He doesn't run with great confidence. I'm not high on Trevor Lawrence as a pro, guys, if I'm being for real. I know he was big in college and the Jags got him and were hyped about it, but I'm not sure about his pro career, guys. I truly mean that. All right, man, now I go to the Browns against the Carolina Panthers, and I happen to be watching in Central Florida, but I must tell you what was awesome about it. There were a large group of Browns fans over at Hooters where I was watching, and uh, I was really happy for them and my boy JB. The Browns win on a last-second field goal, which was absolutely special, you know, drilling it from 58 yards out. Um, I think the Browns almost lost the game, to be perfectly honest. Baker Mayfield with a so-so game, Jacoby Brissett with a so-so game. But the one thing about the Browns, they let you back in games, and they got to go out there and win games instead of hope the other team blows it. Because the Panthers stormed back. They were up by one. But the Browns, you know, with the help of some penalties, with the help of some good throws and runs, they got into field goal range at the brink of field goal range, but got into it. And uh, Browns are in a win column after week one. A tie with the Colts and Texans. Uh, Quentin and company not so happy about that. Matt Ryan played pretty good, threw for 352 yards, but not enough to win. I will make a statement that, of course, Jonathan Taylor, the O-line, Michael Pittman Jr., Indianapolis side is very good, and we know that. They're one of my favorites coming into this season. But the Houston Texans, Davis Mills is pretty good, guys. He is pretty good. He throws that thing accurately and with confidence. And the Houston Texans are going to need that to be in some ball games this year. And I truly mean that. Uh, the New York Giants. Let's get excited about this one. They go for too late. They win the game by one. Uh, Saquon Barkley looked like the Saquon Barkley that the New York Giants have been waiting for since they drafted him. He started off the year 18 carries for 164 yards and a score. He played better than Derrick Henry. He won the running back matchup. But most importantly, I think uh, Daniel Jones played pretty well. And when I say pretty well, of course he threw a pick. Of course he fumbled. Don't get me wrong. His feel in the pocket is still a huge question mark. But his completion percentage was good. Real good. 17 for 21 with 188 yards passing. Right around 200 is good for him. You know, he's not an elite quarterback. Even a good quarterback. He's an okay guy. And uh, the run game's going to carry the Giants this year if they want to go anywhere. They just need Daniel Jones to limit mistakes. But as a Giant fan, winning week one, coming from behind on the road is really special. I'm really happy for our head coach and uh, the rest of the squad because now they're going to go in to next week with a lot of confidence. And uh, this could be really good for our football team moving forward. Vikings look good and the best player in the NFL, Justin Jefferson, showed out. And yes, he was gritty and after his scores, having a good time, I was hitting the grid with him. But uh, Kirk Cousins looked good. I know we always joke that Kirk's good in garbage time. He's good when it doesn't matter. But I think he's going to be in a lot of games this year that matter. And you're going to see the Vikings in the postseason. Um, he did not turn the football over. Aaron Rodgers did. Uh, you know, for Kirk to win the QB matchup is tremendous. And we know Justin Jefferson. Man, nine receptions, 184 yards with two scores. One of those scores being on fourth and one. Come on, man. Kid's got speed. Runs routes like no other. Can jump. Man, he's special. And Dalvin, FSU, man. 
he shows out great out of the run game, great out of the screen game, uh, special talent, runs hard, so, so fast and just quick. You know, when you're quick, jukes, good moves, man, he hits his holes, he could bounce outside. Dalvin Cook is the man, and I mean it. Uh, but Green Bay is going to be back. Bold prediction, I have the Vikings winning their division this year. But with Aaron Rodgers in your division, Packers are probably going to be in the postseason out of a wild card spot. Chiefs knocked the socks off the Cardinals. And I was talking to a few of my buddies saying, should we be more impressed with the Chiefs or more unimpressed with the Cardinals? Everyone's answer was more unimpressed with the Cardinals. Kyler had a so-so game. Patrick Mahomes had a monster game. Five TDs, 30 for 39, 360 yards passing. Man, Patty Mahomes is special. Um, And Kelsey, you know, a lot of attention on Kelsey with Tyreek Hill now in Miami, but Kelsey still had a big-time game, and he's a big-time fantasy pick for whoever's got him. Shout-out, Aust. Chargers, win column. Herbert throws three TD passes as the Chargers beat the Las Vegas Raiders 24-19. Just a special game all around, you know. When Austin Eckler is limited and the Chargers still win, it's absolutely awesome. And Devontae Adams and Carr have a connection, but Carr threw three picks in the ball game. You know, if he's going to make mistakes, they're not going to have a chance at the postseason this year. So he must clean it up. He's one of those average guys. Carr's never great. Carr's never bad. He's middle of the road and doesn't win big games. But uh, enough said on that. Sunday Night Football, what can I say? Tom Brady, W again. He's big time, we all know that, and he was able to connect with Mike Evans for a score on a fade route, which was just awesome, one-handed by Evans, highlight reel, all that and more. I wanted to talk about the Cowboys more because we know the Bucs are always in Super Bowl contention with Tom Brady and that defense. Let me move over to the Cowboys. They are screwed once again, and I agree with Stephen A. Smith. The Cowboys just get worse and worse and make the headlines, and Jerry Jones is confused, and Dak Prescott's going to be out several weeks, and Zeke is now an average runner. Receivers aren't showing up. Dak was not putting it on the money Uh, Before his injury, he did not have a good night whatsoever. Tom Brady had a pretty good night, but sorry to my boy P-Sauce. He flew from Florida all the way to Arlington, Texas to see his Dallas Cowboys, and Cowboys just didn't show up for him. So uh, sorry, P. Hopefully you'll get him next time, but the Cowboys are going to have a god-awful season, and you heard it here first with JD on Sports In Depth. Let me wrap up here today with the Monday night game because that was uh, a few hours back from now when I'm recording, and uh, the Seattle Seahawks spoil Russell Wilson's return to the crowd there. 12th man, Russ getting booed, which was surprising. You know, he brought them a Super Bowl. He played pretty well, 29 for 42 with 340 yards passing, one TD. The story was, though, guess what, guys? Geno Smith played some really, really good football, and I'm so happy for him. 23 for 28, passing 195 yards and two scores. Didn't turn the football over, which was absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to talk about a quote that he mentioned in his post-game press conference, which was absolutely savage, and I love it. Gino goes, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. A lot of guys, a lot of teams were counting him out, saying that Gino couldn't be a starting quarterback in our league. But he's got to fit here with Seattle. He beat Drew Locke out for the job. The Seahawks are 1-0. And we'll see how Geno does. I love stories like this. 
guys who are on the brink of never being a starter again, and they show out on primetime television. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. Peyton Manning, Eli on the call on ESPN too. Just absolutely big time. I was able to enjoy this game so much because Russell Wilson, he played his style of football with a different team and it was just so special. I do agree with Ryan Clark though. And the one thing Ryan said, you're paying your quarterback a lot of money to attempt a field goal there on fourth and five. You know, that was a deep, deep field goal. And Russell Wilson's your quarterback. So I had some coaching issues towards the end of that game on the Denver side. But the Seahawks, they won. Home crowd was with them. And uh, a lot to be proud of. Geno Smith and company moving into week two. And we know I love Pete Carroll and that coaching staff. They are going to have a year that uh, many people were not expecting, in my opinion. A good year for the Seahawks is six, seven wins. I think they're trying to turn that into nine or ten wins. So we'll stay on our toes. I was impressed tonight. Defense looked pretty good for Seattle, too. And there was a lot of question marks going into this season. So everyone have a wonderful week. I enjoyed the first weekend of the NFL season. It was awesome. Got to watch with some people I love and uh, talk to some people I love this week. Ending quote is be the change you want to see in the world. I love my fans. I love what I do. Season five, man, it's so special to be talking to you guys on Monday nights, early Tuesday morning. I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed. I know good things are coming for me and I love my fam. J.D. out. (laughs) 